we do the music. Let's do it. Episode, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I was just going to jump straight into it and I was like, oh, I need to say hi. Okay, shall we redo this? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I just, just wanted to say hello to everyone. <laughs> hello. Okay, hi. It's Amy yeah. and Sam. It's your boy. Your boy. <laughs> You're not finishing that line. We're not taking that <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, today we're going to do the coronavirus. So, obviously, yep. it's something that's very topical at the moment. Yeah. Um, and the day that we're recording this is 1st of February 2020, just in case obviously anything changes yeah. drastically. We don't want to look like morons on the internet. Yeah, we don't want to look like we're being sort of really like upsetting to people if something suddenly happens and yeah. we've been sort of bad-mouthing something. And then we just regret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want to do that. Don't want to have to retract anything. No. But yeah, so we've managed to uh, gather our sources for this episode. So a lot of the statistics and things that I'll be saying, a lot of them are from WHO, so the World Health Organization website, yeah. and their um, situation reports that have been updated every day, obviously since the um, I mean we can't even call it an epidemic yet, but since yeah. coronavirus has become a thing in the news. In the news, yes. Good wording. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we get cracking? Let's go for it. So, Sam. Yes. As our resident biochemist. Yeah, I am one of those. Can you explain what the coronavirus is? Um, I'll give you my best shot. Um, so, I am not a um, a microbiologist, so this is my interpretation of it. <laughs> so, if there is anyone Don't out there, yeah, if there's anyone out there that is more well versed in this, you're more than well to comment. But just don't. Just don't shit on me, fuck. Like. <laughs> you trying? You no, I'm pretty good at this stuff, but um, so um, I'll disclaimer done. Yeah, yeah, disclaimer done. I'll start with the basic stuff with just what is a virus in general. So, um, if I had to say, a virus is it's like a a friend that you don't want. But it? It, yeah, because it doesn't like like it's like a broke friend. Never leaves. Yeah, yeah, never leaves. Doesn't have like any money or anything <laughs> that it actually needs to live right. it just sort of it's just sort of there it's just a bum it just attaches to you and just stays there and it uses all of your stuff it's just a money so. drains you <laughs> yeah well that's what, like a virus is it's basically it doesn't have any of its own things mm. so it needs a host to actually sort of replicate or anything like that it has to sort of find a host cell to actually do it yeah um, I hope that's like the best analogy to do it <laughs> um so yeah, it needs another living organism uh, to get everything that it needs to work. Um, so viruses are like the best, the worst than rabbits. They will happily replicate incredibly fast. Gotcha. Yeah. They go for it. Good analogy. <laughs> worse than rabbits. And then once they do start replicating, they'll take over the host cell and then it'll eventually like explode. Like uh, the actual general life cycle is it will attach to the host cell and then it will force some of its its inner RNA, which mm -hmm. is like the sort of its replicating information. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't know what RNA is, ribonucleic acid is what basically our body uses to make proteins and stuff like that. So basically, it's like a, a strand of information for a specific thing that it needs to do. Yes. So um, once it's passed that information into the host cell, it then uses the host's enzymes and proteins and everything it needs to actually replicate that stuff mm -hmm. and then once it's replicating it now has a lot of those viruses within the cell um which then causes the cell to actually burst right and that's what causes all the illnesses and stuff like that so fuck your cells yeah yeah so <laughs> when you, all these cells are dying it's because it's basically just too full it just goes and explodes <laughs> everywhere and then because now there's like a thousand of them or like a million fold of them they now go to um, like the surrounding cells mm -hmm. and do it again but instead of one they're doing it to a million okay thank you for the introduction uh, to viruses. <laughs> yeah, so that's just basically how viruses work now um the coronavirus is it's to a family called the uh, coronaviridae which are uh, 
the etymology of it. I think Corona is like it's the outer skating of the sun, the solar Corona. So like yeah. um, if you look down a microscope and you actually look at the virus, you'll notice it has like a sort of fringe around the outside of it. Okay. And that's why it gets its name Corona. So, uh, which is kind of cool. Thank but, you. Uh, <laughs> I love etymology. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, now. These viruses, you can get three different types. So you can get like uh, the coronavirus, which is like a spherical shape. Mm-hmm. And then you can get um, like kidney shaped, so like a kidney bean. Or, oh, yeah. And then you can get uh, rod shaped ones, which is, I think it's called a torovirus or something like that. But it's very similar. Okay. Um, now, the actual history of it. <laughs> um, I think it's been around since like the 1960s. Yeah. Uh, so like the first understanding of it was... Uh, noticing respiratory effects because of a specific virus and that's where like the sort of first understanding of where this virus had come from but I think it was actually in other animals first so it wasn't necessarily uh, human straight away yeah um, so majority of it's like in sort of dirty places it's either like pigs birds mm. sort of places that are like the, it's not the most hygienic of places anyway so okay and then what happens is those animals are then either eaten by us or in our environments, like on farms and stuff like that. And if they're not treated well, they're sort of in horrible environments. Like those viruses can then pass to humans through something called zoonotics, which mm-hmm. is basically the animal gets sick, the virus is in the animal, and then we eat the animal. And then uh, through enough replication of that, like um, eventually the virus starts adapting to our inner systems. You yeah. can start using human cells instead of using animal cells. Yeah. And then that's where, like, the human virus, of, or the human variation of that virus starts passing on to other people. Yes. And it's not good. Not good. <laughs> we don't like. <laughs> um, so, prior to this one, there's actually been quite a few other sort of, not epidemics, but other sort of variations of this virus. Mm-hmm. So in, there was quite a big pandemic in 2002. I think it was late November. Pandemic? Yeah, it, it, it a was pandemic? a genuine genuine pandemic. Okay. Uh, I think uh, it's like checking. over, I think it's over 700 people. It's like 770 people died from it. That's not a pandemic. It's, I mean, of the, it's like, I think 14,000 people actually got it. But like only like 700 people actually died from it. So it was like, it, they had to stop, like they had to enclose people. So high yeah. fatality is what you say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, um, Just as a fact check. Though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pandemic means that it's and that a worldwide was, spread. Yeah, uh, and that was for uh, the SARS version of the coronavirus, which is yes. yeah, um, severe acute respiratory syndrome yes. um, version. And then about a decade later, I think it was 2012, something like that, um, I think it was in Guangdong in China, so mm. not crazy far away. Mm. from the one that's there now but um they've got the um middle eastern uh, respiratory uh, one which is called mers so yeah, it's yeah. just a, another acronym of it but um again it had um similar figures but it had a higher fatality rate yeah because obviously it was a new strand and i was having new sort of immunity to certain things and stuff like that so yeah. um that one was actually a lot more fatal compared to the other one so yeah. like uh, i think the sars one only had roughly like a 10 percent Shall we come on to those in a sec? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, in terms of the coronavirus at the moment, from what we can see, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a pandemic at the moment or like an epidemic, just everyone relax. Yeah. <laughs> just the common cold and the flu kill more people at the moment yeah, than this exactly. has. Like, I think the flu kills roughly 12,000 people a year. Yeah. Which is I think, um, huge. So flu, so when you're talking like epidemic, yeah. endemic, pandemic... Just as brief definitions, endemic yeah. is where it's native to one country. Yes. Epidemic, you'll see it possibly through multiple countries, but it's something that has peaks and troughs. Yeah. So you'll have a spa- like a spike in that particular virus or whatever exactly. it is every now and again. So like obviously Britain has the flu is an epidemic every year when yeah. it's flu season. Um, I I've, think never, I've never had a flu shot. Have you ever done the flu shot? I know that Americans do flu shots every no, year. No, I think I it's... never understood it. It's probably like an NHS thing, though. I mean, like, differences between America and UK, obviously, treatment's different for different reasons. But um, I know that, obviously, we prioritise here, don't we? So we have, like, we give it to the elderly, yeah. young children, or pregnant yeah. women. Or, like, yeah, people who are, like, immune, defenceless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are at risk. Yeah. 
Um, but no, I've never had one, I don't think. No. Not unless I had one when I was a kid and I don't remember. No, I think the last shot I got was my three shots I needed to go traveling abroad. That was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got like hep B, hep C and um, yellow fever and stuff like that. It was yeah. like the... No, my last one was the cervical cancer one, which was the awful one that you got at school that just made your arm go down. Was that the huge one where it's like a, yeah, it's like a, yeah. four, <laughs> like a four or five inch needle. It's like, and it goes straight, yep. straight in. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> was that nice? <laughs> I know that like my sisters, when they got it done, because we, I think it changed when I actually had it done, so it wasn't as bad, but I think it was something like, um, they used to give you it in like, uh, spherical, like multiple needles. Yeah. In that kind of way, and then when we got it, it was a single needle, but it was a, yeah. a thick boy. <laughs> but I know that when my sisters got it, theirs like massively raised up, and yeah. it didn't go for like years. I know, like my like my friend passed out instantly when he got his. Oh yeah, his, yeah when he got his booster. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Anyway, anyway, we're off topic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Back to Corona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, what we're saying is that between the different definitions of what you want to call as an epidemic or a pandemic or anything like that, this is it's not there. Yet. It's not there yet. It's uh, it's very in its very much in its infancy stage at the moment. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to be insensitive. Like, no, no, not at all. Like obviously, like people have died from it. You don't want to be no. Like too, we'd rather people yeah. didn't die from it. Yeah. Obviously, but it is like it's almost along the same lines as people who die from like quite like random diseases like they're quite they're quite niche yeah like it's still sort of that level of not quite uh not panic. real risk at the no. moment yeah we're not like it's not like the ebola virus where they was actually sort of quarantining entire cities and stuff yeah. like that so well mm-hmm. no look the stop flights they're not quite actually quarantining people lockdown, in, yeah they? they're not put people in tents and actually hiding people in <laughs> quarantine <laughs> yeah no well that's what they did for the ebola virus it's i like, know no, yeah. but i mean like <laughs> that's your definition <laughs> of like genuine bad. contamination of you who is like completely uh enclosed away like yes. as soon as you're in a hospital it's no longer like oh you're just in hospital it's like you're now in this room yeah completely isolated. away from everything yeah yeah people come in with full hazmat suits yeah. so. <laughs> bubonic plague stuff <laughs> <laughs> okay um anyway yeah so yeah so have we summed up so yeah, what it is? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just a virus like the flu. It basically does the same symptoms. You get like sweats. Yeah. You get sort of hot and cold flashes. It uh, gives you sort of snotty nose yeah. and stuff like that. And you're sort of, I should have like struggle breathing like you would with the flu. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it can develop into severe acute respiratory syndrome. Yeah. Syndrome, and it can affect your respiratory system quite a lot. And I think a lot of the cases for fatality of novel coronavirus they've developed like pneumonia as well yeah. and then obviously that's yeah and i think uh, yeah there's a few different symptoms like but you probably wouldn't know them too well if you had them because they're quite obscure quite like, uh, well. like leukopenia and stuff like that they sort of yeah uh, the, you'd have to sort of really sort of go oh i'm looking rather white today this mm-hmm. is a-, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit pale yeah um well, I think as well, like, because the symptoms, the known symptoms are very common things, aren't they? So, like, it just so happens that it has hit around flu season time mm. and cold season time. So, I mean, like, everybody in my office at the moment, there's, like, four people this week that have been really ill, like, just snotty, yeah. cold, generally not feeling very well. Um, so when the news came out yesterday that uh, the, two, the two confirmed cases of coronavirus in the UK... Yeah. They were actually treated in Castle Hill Hospital in Cottingham, which is very close to where yeah, we live. It's about half an hour right now. Um, ah. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like uh, as much as we joke about it, it's it's not that huge of a deal. No, yeah. I mean, like the general advice I think at the moment has been be alert but not anxious. Yeah. If you are feeling those symptoms, or even if you feel like someone you know is having those symptoms, just be aware. Yeah. Don't hang around them too much. <laughs> uh, don't travel to all of these like, like destinations like Wuhan and stuff like that if you're not if you don't need to. Yeah. Um, and if you do feel like you've got the symptoms or anything like that, stay at home because you do not want to go to a hospital and then where and give everyone else it yeah. where they're already sort of immune deficient. So yeah. If you've got it, ring and ask for a doctor's appointment and to them to come to your house. Yes. Because that's the safest way to do it. Yeah. Don't infect everybody every, else. Without getting everyone else. Don't make it spread here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think 
generally like there was a bit of unsettlement yesterday when people were finding out the news that it was actually quite close to home at yeah. least obviously where I was working and uh, one of the guys that I work with everybody so I've only been working there for a short time but everybody has said to me you haven't seen Mike when he's ill have you and I'm like no and they're like get ready for some drama is it like full like man flu like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah um, yeah but um but he's a lovely guy like I yeah. do feel for him he obviously feels quite shit like yeah. but uh yeah, he was panicking, thinking that he might have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was actually sort of, I was just talking to you off air about this, and I was like, um, I haven't genuinely been, like, bedridden ill in, I would say, close to 20 years. Mm. And I don't know if I have, like, superhero immunity, <laughs> but I feel like I should just go to the hospital as, like, a genuine sort of air vent <laughs> and just walk around just gathering all the viruses, just going, I'll fix it, I it's fix. fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I'm actually, like, I genuinely can't remember the last time I was ever ill. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, like, bedridden ill is, like, it depends what it is, isn't it? I get migraines constantly, so I'm, yeah. like, I'm out for the count, like, at least a, well, I don't know, month to month, but that's just something that I live with now. Yeah. Good, so. <laughs> I'm um, dying. Yeah. We're worried, but it's fine. It's okay. It's, it's so good. It's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, maybe you are just superhuman immune. <laughs> Who knows? I wish I was. <laughs> anyway, right, so... I think it's probably, you've mentioned them a little bit already, yeah. but we'll go through some stats about okay. coronavirus, novel coronavirus, and then We'll SARS, do some like, other, like, yeah, other, other flu-like related illnesses that we've seen over the past maybe like 20, 30 years. Yeah. So starting off with the coronavirus. So yeah. as of today, um, well, actually, as of yesterday, 31st of January... Yeah. Um, there were 9,720 cases in China, with 15,238 suspected, and 213 deaths, which, if you're doing the maths, is about 2% yeah. of people um, who have actually died from it, so a 2% fatality. Yeah. And of those, how many were, like, 50 and above? Um, I'm guess. not actually yeah. sure. <laughs> Actually, I um, think it's a large majority of them. Though, I think, yeah. yeah, the initial, um, the vast majority of the initial, I think it was like the first 170 yeah. were generally all people that had poor immune systems or were at risk. So yeah. the elderly, they weren't like, yeah, they were either like asthmatic or like the elderly yeah. or like infants and stuff like that. The yeah. so people as a whole do not have like the perfect immune system as say like yeah. a 30 year old man or woman would have, yeah. Um, and then obviously cases have spread across the world. So I think there's now 22 countries affected. Yeah. Um, and the main then, ones are, I think they're like Thailand, the US. Philippines. Philippines, Japan, South Korea. Yeah. It's sort of that sort of side of the globe. Like, uh, the US it, I think yeah. is still quite low. I think there's only five. Yeah. Five in the US and five in Canada. Yeah. Um, and then obviously there's two in the UK, two have been reported in Italy. Yeah. There's been a couple in Germany as well, I think. Um, so... It is obviously spreading, yeah. but I mean, in terms of, if you want to call it a pandemic in the making, it's yeah. very slow. It's very like, yeah, it's not made its way to everybody yet. I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, but I mean, it's generally people who have had history of traveling to China yeah. or around affected areas. Um, so comparatively, uh, 2% mm-hmm. um, got some stats here. Um, if we're going to go something that's like towards a similar scale would be something like the SARS version of this, yeah. which happened in 2002, 2003, 2002. Um, <clears throat> which was around 10% at its maximum. Yeah. And that was classed as a pandemic. Mm. So that was like a genuine issue. So of which they had to, um, really go into sort of what would uh, what they wanted to do in regards to how to sort of con- uh, keep everything under like under contamination and stuff like that yeah so i think with sars yeah. there were more than 8000 infected and more than 750 <coughs> killed which yeah. is roughly like 10%, said, yeah. roughly 10% um but so yeah. obviously it's a lot higher fatality and it doesn't sound like much going from 2 to 10 but yeah. in reality that is yeah. significantly different um yeah. however of of those ten percent, mm-hmm. um, roughly sixty percent of them actually were caused from 
hospital visitation, so yeah. from uh, nosocomial transmission. So when you go to a hospital and you've gotten the illness, it's then passed on to other people who have immune deficiencies and stuff like that in the hospital, yeah. which leads to their uh, fatality as well. So um, the majority of it isn't actually just from being outside. It's actually from being in a hospital already being sick. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily as bad as it sounds. 10% does sound like quite a lot. Mm. But when you say, like, when you give the sort of premise of it's, uh, they're already in hospital sick, yeah, it's not as bad as it sounds. Yeah. And I think as well, obviously, that is the main reason why the advice at the moment for coronavirus is yeah. don't just go to the doctor. Don't yeah. just go to a hospital thinking you have it. Yeah. If you genuinely do think you have symptoms, let the doctor come to yeah. you. Because obviously they want to prevent that spread when it can be yeah, depending on you, how you the... get to the hospital you will touch a lot of different things yeah. and that is how you pass it so it's normally respiratory or like through passage of yeah. skin contact and stuff like that so like if you if you're in a lift if, with yeah, 10 other people if, you're, and you cough, if your hand touches your mouth and then touches a railing and then you get on a bus yeah. and then you've already contaminated so many yeah. different things before you even get to the hospital wash your nasty hands yeah, when you so. cough <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we go a bit further up so we have the um we have other versions so like uh, the mayor's version of the coronavirus which mm-hmm. is around 35 percent so there's the dra- dramatic increase there that's like a third of yeah. people who got infected that's quite a big that difference very high. yeah but again 70 percent of those uh were again from nosocomial transmission so through being in hospitals yeah. so again it is a higher number and it sounds like it's a lot worse but it is it still shows through how... it's uh it's in a hospital it's that uh, people who are already immune deficient and stuff like yeah. that so Plus as well, I think obviously it goes without saying, but hospital is a fairly confined area, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you are in a hospital, I think most people can expect to sort of pick up something while they're there sort yeah. of thing, even if you're just a visitor. But that's the thing is there's so many people going in and out constantly. It's a it's a perfect place to get ill if you, you know. Yeah, I, it's, yeah it just basically don't please for the... Love of God, if you're you or any of your family members are ill, don't go to the hospital straight away. Just have a quick think. Yeah. Just sort of be like, you know what? And we're not saying don't seek medical advice as yeah. well. Like obviously, if it is a genuine worry to you, if you are someone that's at risk, get the help that you need. Don't just run into A and E and go, I think I'm sick. Because <laughs> obviously, one, A and E is not for that, and two, you've then infected everybody else around <laughs> you, and the staff might then also get ill. Yeah. That's- not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then around the like similar values was the H79N virus, which is uh, the avian flu. Okay. So bird, bird flu. flu, yeah. So um, everyone went mental for that one, and I think that fairly one was rightfully so. Yeah, because that one was a lot more of a an issue because they did have to eventually like kill quite a lot of birds to actually yeah. stop that. Yeah. Uh, that became a real horrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> But it was really high fatality, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, like, 40% is quite a lot. So, you really have to sort of think about that. And um, we didn't actually find any stats for whether, like, that was through nosocomial transmission yeah. or if that was through hospital transmission. It was just, as a whole, 40% of uh, the infected were unfortunately yeah. killed. And so, um, that one was, like, a real sort of, okay, we might have a problem now. Yeah. Well, I think with that one as well, it does kind of make sense to think, like... Okay, so if coronavirus can be passed from animal to human through the animal being sick, human eats it to the human then being sick, obviously it depends what you're eating at the end of the day as well. Like bird flu, I think everybody knows at this point, (laughs) don't really need to say this, but obviously chicken is one of the most common meats that, especially in the UK, people will eat. Another point for the vegetarians. Yeah. (laughs) Go vegan with you, bitch. (laughs) Say that. I've not but then, like, recently. if you can't, like, comparatively, bird flu, 40%, and the current percentage of the coronavirus mm. this year is 2%. Yeah. That is a big old difference. So, like, if you had to sort of think, hang on, is this really that bad at the moment? No. Comparatively, it's not. nah, it's kind of, kind of fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nowhere near the levels of, like, Ebola virus, which was, like, 65%, which is, like, holy shit we've got a real problem well, here. yeah that, that was <laughs> that was full quarantine emergency. make sure everyone is like anyone that's coming to even remotely contact with it yeah. they're going in the showers they're just being left <laughs> yeah but i think as well it's um it's important to talk about like especially 
And I, I, I think it was on BBC that I saw a doctor from the NHS speaking about this and they were basically just saying, in the UK, we've got everything we need to deal with it. No, we don't have an exact... Um, what's the word? Cure for it at the moment? Yeah, so there's no full treatment for it at the moment. Yeah, there's no official... Per- perfect, yeah. Yeah, there's no official, here's what, we can give you this flu shot and yeah, you'll be it'll stamp it out. It's more in case of... They're treating it with either like lung support or yeah. fluids, like helping your respiratory yeah. And it's not that basically. we don't have the technology, it's just literally this is a brand new strain immune to the other f- like treatments that we currently have. Yeah. So it's not like, oh my god, this is like some sort of super bug that's going to kill everyone. It's just, at the moment, we don't really have a treatment yet yeah. Yeah. that is going to completely eradicate it. It's, yeah. uh, it's just one of those things that like maybe in a couple of months or so we might have something that will completely get rid of it. Yeah. Because um, I did read two different papers and I'll link them below, but um, there's one theory through, um, there's a, a key protein that's actually in the virus, um, which is a minor transmembranal protein, which actually allows for the RNA to actually pass through and actually get to the host cell. Okay. Uh, if you get rid of that, you have a fully functionalized replicating protein, but without the thing that actually kills the cell yeah so you can yes and that's what basically a a vaccination is it's just a non-threatening version of the virus yeah so if they do that perfect that's the (laughs) best way to do it but um i also saw that then in terms of like targeting and uh, checking for it and stuff like that uh there's someone actually currently at our university that's doing similar work oh really yeah so um there's a professor here that's doing work on quantum dots um, oh okay. And, uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is a it's a it's a very very small or nanoparticle that actually so you can functionalize because it goes through your entire body quite easily. Mm. So if you functionalize it to look for a certain thing, it can find it quite rapidly. Mm. So if you would do that with a, a certain quantum dot, then again, we can if we can find it straight away, we know how to fix it. Then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, going by the stats and going by the current treatments and stuff like that, I think we could safely say it's not as bad as it sounds on telly and on the news. I think you just have to sort of look at the website. If it's a magazine, they're probably after the clicks more than anything. So, like, you have to be really careful. And I think it's it's easy to get really wrapped up in something. Like, yesterday, to be fair, when uh, we found out that it was in Cottingham, my initial thought was, my mum likes in Cottingham. Um, My (laughs) granddad goes to Castle Hill, like, all the time, just because, you know, he's an old man. But um, it was just little things where I was like, that's a little, like, concerning, which is fair. But obviously, don't go into full panic. I mean, we could all have it at this point, and we might not know. But But yeah, just just assume that if you're, I don't know, between the ages of... 10 and 45 you'd be fine <laughs> you're gonna be good unless you're immune yeah unless you're either asthmatic or you have recently come out of treatment from cancer or something where you've got like no immune system whatsoever. yeah so. i mean i don't think we can really give like a general statement on it no because obviously one we're not really qualified to do that and don't come for me for saying that but like <laughs> as in we don't know everything, obviously. No, it's a brand but new. Here's what yeah, we it's do. A brand new, it's a brand new disease. It's yeah. Like nobody knows anything about it really no. at the moment. It's still very, very fresh. We know the history of it, so we can have a good guess of how we're going to get rid of it because, through, the stats of previous variations of this disease, we can assume that the way we're going to go about it is one particular way compared to just coming up with a random idea, just going, "This might work." Yeah, and I also want to put out there: this should not need to be said. But I'm going to say it. Yeah. There's a difference between virus and infection. Yeah. And a lot of people in day to day don't really think about that. Yeah. So, for example, with coronavirus, yeah. it's known to cause or lead on to pneumonia. And that is what has killed a lot of people yeah. because they develop pneumonia and they can't fight it off. With pneumonia, there's viral pneumonia. And, and there's bacterial pneumonia. <laughs> Viral pneumonia cannot be treated with antibiotics. So yeah. Don't just think. Just th- like just hear the word biotic, bacteria. Yeah. That's... If you do, like if you hear virus, that's a virus. It's not bacteria. Or just, or just <laughs> virus cannot be treated with antibiotics. Yeah. But 
at the end of the day, do not treat yourself. Yeah. You can have like your paracetamol yeah. and your ibuprofen. There's like four different fine. sort of microbiomes that you can get infections from. Yeah. So just find out what the infection is first before just going straight to biotics because yeah. that will not do anything. <laughs> Thing is, like, I know that like we shouldn't need to say that, and I think probably the people that might listen to our podcast will probably yeah. know that already. Yeah. But if it does re- reach by any chance, if it reaches reaches a wider population, I just know that there's a lot of people that I know that think flu and I don't know if I can cannot think of a bacterial infection now. But they think they're one and the same, like a chest infection. Yeah, yeah. They'll go, oh, I had a chest infection. I've got those antibiotics that I shouldn't still have yeah. in my cupboard because I should have actually had them all when I had the chest infection. But because I've got some left, yeah. I'll they, just they, have they, one of are them. Are they pets by any chance? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're dog's antibiotics. <laughs> little inside joke from last week. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of random things that you should not listen to, just <laughs> the internet. <laughs> So there's been a lot of misinformation out there, which is what Sam is alluding to. Yeah. And we want to talk about it because I think there yeah. are a few that... There's one in particular, which I'm ready to go hammer. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there in a sec. So there's been quite a lot of misinformation. Yeah. And I think... So we're just going to go over like basic false health advice. Yes. So... Um, number one. <laughs> number one. Uh, th- and it, apparently this has been shared on Facebook like... Like tens of thousands of times, mm. is the three things you need to do is keep your throat moist, <laughs> avoid spicy food, and learn upon vitamin C. Yep, <laughs> those are the three things that you can fight coronavirus with. So first of all, incorrect. Is your throat ever not moist? <laughs> if you've got a dry throat, it's still wet. It's yeah. just like it, it's sore. That's yeah. all it is. There's no difference. If you drink more water. <laughs> That's good, yeah, drink more water. But it ain't going to keep your throat moist. Yeah, Avoiding It'll spicy food, itself. I don't even know where the backstory of that would come from. I have no idea. I'm I'm imagining that is coming from, like, sinus infection, because, like, I think um, coronavirus can be related to, like, uh, yeah, sinuses Yeah, so, as well. like, uh, the normal passage of it is through your nasopharynx. So, yeah, yeah I, like, that's what causes the Inflamed rest of sinuses. Yeah, so, if yeah. it's, like, if you, if you do have it, the first thing you'll notice is that your throat and nose will feel very tight and very mm. sort of inflamed and sore. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know what spicy food has to do with any of that because if anything, spicy food makes my nose leak like a faucet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think that's the case of it. So like yeah. to clear it out, essentially, oh, that, to unblock like your sinuses. It's like, it's like fucking detoxing, isn't it? It's like the crazy nonsense. <laughs> like, just blow your nose, you'll be And right. then load up on vitamin C, just shut up. Just, just, just shut, shut up. up. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> Like, just read anything about vitamin C, it makes no goddamn sense. Have you got scurvy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you confusing coronavirus yeah. with scurvy? <laughs> yeah. and No, this is in order to prevent diseases. So this isn't even, like, if you've got the disease. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, just eating right. spicy food will just stop you getting a virus. <laughs> the, okay, that makes these, it even worse. <laughs> like, just the whole of South America is going to be absolutely fine. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Madness. Madness. Mm. Um, so yeah, just do some fact checking on what you should actually be doing if you do feel like you are in a an area where it could be contaminated, or if you already feel like you're getting some of the symptoms, because some of the stuff on the internet is just bollocks, pure garbage, <laughs> just absolute nonsense. And don't go to Facebook for your fucking medical advice. You no. absolute nutter. No. What are you doing? That's never a good idea. Yeah. And uh, there was another one where it said, uh, it was another Facebook one, it was, um, if you have had the virus for longer than 90 days, you should go see a doctor. Who waits three months to go see a doctor? Yeah, no, that ain't right. <laughs> and also, if you've had the virus for 90 days, yeah. I think you probably Yeah, you've got something else, because, like, yeah, viruses don't last, like, 90 nah. days. You either, also, you get over it, or you're dead. And also... This is like probably too logical for whoever made this post, <laughs> but you don't know how long you've had it. We don't know the incubation period. No, no. So moment. like, like as a whole for the coronavirus, the incubation period is roughly two to three days. So okay. if you find like if you if you haven't got it yet, then it's probably within the next two to three days you might have it. Mm. If not, you probably not got it. And then it's mm. when you start showing symptoms. Yeah. Further on from that, but anyway, that's obviously way too much for. <laughs> Whoever wrote that lovely piece yeah. of garbage. 
Yeah. Uh, Great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Another one. Uh, avoid consuming raw or unco- uncooked animal products. Who's eating raw fucking meat? Like? I mean, apart from like do. sushi. Nah, some I, people eat like raw beef and stuff. Like, steak tartare. How many people having that every night? Like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> There's some fancy people. Oh no, I can't eat my steak tartare. What shall I do? I'm mean, just um, to cook my meat like a fucking regular person. <laughs> I mean, some people like to eat meat raw, don't they? Well, what like a dog? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, just like as a whole, I'm gonna give like four key points just to sort of like live by throughout this entire thing if you just want to be safe wash your goddamn hands wash your nasty hands (laughs) doesn't matter what it's for if you're in a room and there is a a sink and some soap just do it anyway just because (laughs) just give them a wash yeah yeah it's just a nice habit to have don't be nasty um another one which i see people do loads in hull and i just don't understand why is uh just Cover your face when you're fucking coughing and sneezing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You nasty fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and if you've got like tissues or anything like that, or a handkerchief, just in the bin. Yeah. Just don't be so fucking disgusting. Yeah. Don't contain it. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Don't be nasty. Yeah. When you're cooking food, just make sure that you're cooking it to a preferred temperature. So, like, if it says on the packet that you need to cook it to like one seventy, just do it. Like, don't be like, oh, but I want it to be super rare and I don't delicious. <laughs> If you've got it from somewhere that's not the best place to get food from, just make sure it's cooked. Yeah. <laughs> and then last one is just avoid people that look like they've got the flu. Yeah. So if someone stood there sniffling and coughing and stuff like that, just move. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I, would, I would take that advice. Um, okay, can I give you my favourite piece of misinformation? Is this bat soup? No. <laughs> this is the shit that I live for. Right? <laughs> this is... The conspiracy theory that came from a YouTuber, Jordan Sather. I don't know if it's Sather, Sather, whatever his name is. I haven't seen this video. This is from a misinformation article that was was put on BBC, which may be a questionable source, but I believe what they've said. They've basically done an article about misinformation about coronavirus and how it is misinformation, which I think is very good and responsible by the BBC. So, (laughs) in the US, this guy has put up a YouTube video and he basically claims that the outbreak of coronavirus was planned by Western people. (laughs) I'm going to have a hat. Yeah, are you ready for this? (laughs) So, basically, um, he, he came up with this gem of absolute garbage by saying that, so the Pebra Institute in Surrey have, they filed a patent apparently in 2015. I love it when people find patents and they're just yeah. like, I'm going to make a story up about where this came from and why people have done it. <laughs> anyway, they filed, filed a patent in 2015, um, developing a weakened version of coronavirus for potential use as a vaccine to treat respiratory diseases, yeah. which may be well and true. I've not actually looked into whether it exists or not. This was something I found this morning. We'll fact check. We can fact check. Um... But apparently this this patent exists, and this is yeah. what he's based his theory on. Basically, because uh, Bill and Melinda Gates fund the Pearbright Institute... As in Microsoft Bill. <laughs> yeah, as in Microsoft Bill Gates. Um, because they donate money, um, apparently that means that the whole thing is evil. Don't know where this <laughs> has come from. Don't know why Bill Gates is now, like, this supervillain that... Yeah. If he wanted to be a supervillain, he's got the money to yeah, do it. Yeah, he could easily You do know it. for a fact he would have, like, a volcano, like, layer. layer. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd have, like, a real fucking cool car as well. Yeah. He'd be that guy who just has, he'd like, have... all the cool, like, sharks with lasers That's and stuff. exactly yeah. what I was just going to say. He'd have a volcano underneath it, shark pit, where <laughs> shark he, pit. <laughs> he's sat in his chair and behind him is a huge aquarium full of, like, bull sharks and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Anyway. He wouldn't just be randomly buying patents and just going, oh, well, yeah. no. Whether he does or doesn't have a layer, we don't know. He might. He definitely I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he has an evil layer. He might have a layer for, like, He might be, like, a vigilante. Fun. He might be, like, Batman. Yeah, he could be. He's real life He's Batman. got the money for it. But I don't know if he's as athletic as Batman. Batman seems quite hench in the comic books. Batman seems quite hench. <laughs> That's a bit of an understatement, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so apparently because they're donors, that somehow suggests 
that uh, the outbreak has been done deliberately to attract funding for the development of a vaccine. Okay. Okay. So he's not saying that it's done to like kill people. Yeah. He's saying that they've done it as like a pursuit of money, essentially. Does he need more money? I don't think he does. I think he's all right. I think it's like a hundred and something billion. I think. I mean, if he if he wanted to make a vaccine. I think he could afford it. I reckon he's got it. enough money just to make one anyway. It just yeah, doesn't it, matter. He could probably build an institution to work solely on doing so. <laughs> and he'd have it done in a few months. It'd be right. I, I saw this thing online where apparently he has enough money to draw out from every bank on the planet. Hmm. Like, there is not enough currency in the world for him to like actually ascertain all of his funds that he's earned. So, oh. So, like, <laughs> That's scary, man. Yeah, really. Like, can you imagine just being like, "I have so much money that I actually there is not enough, allowed to touch there's it. There's not enough paper and coins in the world to sustain <laughs> to sustain how much money I have." That's fucking mental. Isn't yeah. You probably, I reckon he probably though he might be that millionaire that has the pool of money, as in like, the pool of dollar bills. Yeah. I mean, if you if you had that amount of money yeah. and you were a fan of Scrooge McDuck as a kid. Yeah. You wouldn't do it with coins, though. Absolutely not. <laughs> instantly, like, broken arms. Yeah, we've all seen the family guys. <laughs> just death. Anyway. Uh, but it's a similar one, but this is for can I, people. Can I finish off? Oh, yeah, go for it, yeah. So basically, the BBC have reported this and said, why it's stupid. Yeah. Um, so basically, they've said that um, the patent that Pearbright have filed, so they, they must have fact-checked that it exists, but again, we'll do our own. Um, it isn't for the new coronavirus, but it is actually built off of the ovarian infectious bronchitis virus. All right. So it's different altogether. Yeah. But it makes sense as to like, because that had such a high fatality rate, if that's the same thing. I'm not sure that it's the same what thing. What do you mean? The ovarian one that we were talking about earlier. Ovarian um, version of coronavirus. It was only like two, like, no, it was, uh, oh no, it was like 40% one and it was quite, quite That one, yeah, yeah, that one was quite high. So I think it would make sense to have a vaccine for that in case it did rear its ugly head again because it is quite high fatality rating. Anyway, um, so it was meant to be a vaccine for that type of virus. Um, but yeah, so that one, that one I actually found quite a, a fun one. Yeah. It definitely fits with like what I find entertaining in it. <laughs> just to go on to vaccines as well, this is going to irritate a lot of people, but if you're listening and you're an anti-vaxxer, I don't want you listening. Go away. <laughs> you're not allowed. Go away. You're not welcome. But just Logical, basically what the premise of a vaccine is. Yeah, so this is what I was going to go into here, yeah. was that this person has obviously gone, ooh, they've made a version of the virus that's going to, yeah. like, they're saying it's to kill the virus, but that can't be right. Yeah. It's obviously to do harm and to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's not the case. Just to say, like, like, vaccines, what, like, they are just the virus, mm. but with a key thing changed in them that stops them being, like the thing that hurts you yeah. or the thing that's that it stops like either the replication the harmful virus. yeah or even becoming yeah something toxic in your body or harmful to you whatsoever so or it might even just be like a partial part of the virus that's like the bit that connects to the um antibodies and stuff mm. like that or like the antigens and um so in terms of viruses when they say oh because it's got mercury in it and stuff like that it's just like just so you know those things that are in those vaccines are like stabilizers and just to make sure yeah. that like when it gets into your body it doesn't just suddenly like congeal and yeah. become, like, <laughs> adhere to each other and just become this one clump in your body yeah um, it can actually then do its job yeah it can actually you be functional so. yeah um so yeah like like vaccines are not these horrible chemicals that you're just randomly putting into your body no. and they're doing something spectacular and or like horrifically giving you autism and stuff like that uh, also i'm just gonna I'm, I'm randomly ranting here um if you would rather your child die than have autism yeah. fuck you <laughs> yeah this is what i was literally just about to say um if you have that much of a stigma against autism what the fuck is wrong with you like have we not moved past this point where like people can be different and it's all right yeah sort of thing 
be. Anyway, get in the bin. It's a lot of bollocks, anyway, isn't it? Yeah, there's so no there's, uh, there's, there's always going to be some random conspiracy theories about it. And they, like, there's someone that's like a it, it was a bio weapon. Yes, like, <laughs> I was just about to go into this one now. Apparently, it was part of China's covert biological weapons program. Um, which is a completely baseless claim, but I'm not surprised that these exist. Yeah. Um, Again, bin. You know what's even worse about this is that it was a news source that reported it as well. Did, did it come from like a video of some woman? Like it was like it was like a nurse that was at a hospital or something like that. I was just... I'm not sure how true that is, yeah. but um, the Daily Star published a similar piece yeah. to the whole bioweapon thing and said that the virus may have been started in a secret lab. Oh, lab secret. Well, I mean, people just don't know about them. No, but I mean, like, like you have to have like a fob to get in and stuff like that. You can't just walk into. Well, labs. No, that's like it's protected like, access, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's not exactly. I say chemistry buildings are secret. That's <laughs> but I mean, like the the work you do and stuff like that, you don't go wandering it's about. It's proprietary. Just like, Guess what I'm doing today? Yeah, I'm blah blah. <laughs> it's proprietary, but that's literally for the sole purpose yeah. of like, one if it don't work, then you've led a lot of people on. Yeah. Two. You don't want people stealing your work. That. Yeah, you kind of want to publish it and put it out there and say, I, yeah, did, the, I, did, I, I did the work me. on this, yeah. actually. Pay me. Mm. Anyway, um, but they've apparently amended the piece now to say that there was no evidence for the claim, which I think should have been a thing to begin with, to yeah. be fair. But anyway, that was uh, the BBC doing a pretty good job on uh, here's all the bullshit and don't listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Just don't get your information from Facebook. Yeah. And also, like, we should, we'll fact ch- check this too. Like, I think, obviously... BBC is a reputable news source, but obviously they can publish and yeah, bullshit. From because time to time. if if they it's are getting something from it, it's, yeah, it's the news, it's journalism. So you have to be you have to take it with a little pinch of salt. But uh, from a lot of the research that we've actually looked at and the papers that I've, that we've got, and I'll I'll be linking all of the different papers down below. Mm-hmm. So if you want to read them, you could absolutely do that. Yeah. Uh, but like the stats and everything do add up to what a lot of the information is coming from some of these sort of false accusations and stuff like that. So like. If you feel like you want to read more about it, please just click on the links that I've actually put down below. You can actually have a good read about, do I need to be worried? Yeah. Is this something that I should be really looking for? Is this something that like I am worried about because I'm currently going to holiday somewhere in the next couple of months? Yeah. But as a whole at the moment, just be a little bit cautious. Don't just randomly go to China on, the, on a whim. Yeah. But again, if you're immune... It, if like deficient or if you've got like asthmatic symptoms in general, just be, be careful aware. in general. Just yeah, just don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I I guess like it's the same advice that you'd probably give to people with flu season anyway. Like, yeah. just wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, clean your hands, clean your surroundings. Make sure that everything is like you're not just spreading infection to everybody. Yeah. Not infection, I guess infection. You're not spreading the virus to everybody. But, um, it is an infection. You're infecting people. Well, so. yeah, there you go. Whatever. You can tell you're a chemist. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll cut that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think be cautious. Be smart about it. Don't just... We've said it a few times already, but don't just go to doctors. Like, yeah. just read up on it. Just read a little bit. Even and if it, it's like, even if you don't fully understand the complete science of it all. Yeah. Hopefully this to. podcast gives you a brief idea of what actually the science is behind it. Yeah. And if you don't understand something, you're more than welcome to like either tweet at us or like if you want to just yeah, send us a quick message or anything, just to just say, I'm not comfortable about something at the moment. Is there something I should be really looking for? Is mm. there like is there anything particular you could show me or like in an article that I that would might put me at ease? Yeah. I mean, we can provide information, but also like we ain't gonna give you full on health advice. Like if you've no, got some shit going because, on, go to a doctor. Yeah, um, call it up. As, as much as like we're very well versed in the sort of understanding of it, we're not that well versed in the treatment of it. Because yeah, exactly. we're not medical professionals. We are more the sort of like the medical professionals read the books. We're the ones who write the books. <laughs> so, yeah. We're the researchers. We don't need to treat people. We sort of just make sure that the stuff works, and then the doctors actually do the treating bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that much of an empath to actually give a shit about people. So. I am. <laughs> but yeah. Like I would have been a doctor if I actually gave a shit, but no, I'm more on the other be, side. I would have been a doctor if I gave less of a shit. Because <laughs> you'd have been sat there sobbing far, every day. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to tell someone that they're like really seriously ill. Just like, I'm really sorry. I'd get the complete. I would have it if it was me. I would take it away from you, and you would be free. 
No, I would be the complete antithesis. I would be going, oh, sorry, yeah, you're going to die. Oh, that's... <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> oh, dear. But that's why I do my research bit rather than that bit, because I can still feel like I can you still... benefit towards. Yeah. But, like, not have to deal with people, because they're fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What, uh... Oh, yeah, so... You, we're going to post the articles that you've yeah. read, which is worthwhile, and a couple of the um, places uh, where we've yeah. got our sources. And I'm, I'm going to put like a brief sort of explanation of like how the viruses work and what like the common life cycle is of most viruses and stuff like that. So you can just yeah. get a brief understanding of a bit of the science, and then when you read a paper and they try and describe something to you, that may be a bit more sort of la di da. You can be like, oh well, I understand that because I've, I understand the basics now. Yeah. So. Um, I think as well we should put up the links to the WHO website because yeah. you don't have to be a scientist Obviously, to understand no, no, that at all. Not at all. It's literally just reporting what is going on and if you want to be up to date with it, it is the best place to look for that information. Gives an update every single day of situation reports yeah. and what the sort of like risk level is at the moment cool. and things like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? So, I had an idea. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> first pitch, go on. It's <laughs> not my first pitch. No, it was in like, it's your first pitch for this one. Yeah. Um, so, I wanted to do a little bit more about the sort of technological side behind research. Ooh. I want people to understand where this information is coming from. Okay. And how we actually sort of interpret our information to like make us look real smart. Okay. So if we can do a bit more on like when it says studies say and stuff like that, in, mm-hmm. we, it's just because we've interpreted a certain thing that we've got from a machine. Yeah. So it's not just some bloke saying, "Oh well, it could be this." I'm sure. <laughs> um, I've just thought about it, and yeah. I think it could be down to this. Just got a feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so I think for next week we're actually going to do a little bit more about um, where we actually get our information from. Yeah. And, not we're not just making shit up randomly. Just, yeah, we actually good. we actually know what we're talking about. And so like how the process works. Yes, yeah, how how we actually do research. Okay, I'm down. Cool. See you next week. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> bye everyone. Okay. Bye. <laughs>